Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The New Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you decide to listen to this thing, Billy DeVore, and sitting next to me is... Chris Weir. <laughs> yeah! I, I keep mine pretty short. <laughs> Third time's a charm, because I got distracted. We've got new equipment. We look great. We- I just messed mine up the entire time. <laughs> Billy was nailing his. I couldn't I couldn't remember my name. I don't believe you. I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> Check the tapes. Check the tapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll make clips, and that that's the, the clip for the week. It's just that ridiculousness. Oh, man. Got some new hardware, buddy. Yeah, we did. Yes, we did. Okay, yeah, we're working, we're cranking, we're doing it. New hardware, we look good. I think we do too, man. You look great, oh, dude. Man, you got a fresh Mac. There's no stickers on the back of that sucker. No, I don't think there will be for a long time. I know, I appreciate the Mac. I, I don't have any stickers on the back of mine. See, I know. I know you hate it. I don't necessarily hate it. It just makes me very anxious. I can't commit to it. Sure. You know? Same reason why I don't have any tattoos, I feel. Well, then you just need to dive in and just deal with it. I think I should. I'm going to tattoo my laptop. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah. You should start by putting stickers on your body. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> just put them on. Okay, I can do that. <laughs> See, it's not too much of a commitment, all that thing. A couple hours, maybe a few arm hairs, but you're good. Do some henna tattoos for a little bit. Oh, yeah. Have you seen those on, on uh, this thing called TikTok? Maybe. So what they do, you can get custom like tattoos and they'll send them to you mm-hmm. and you just spray it, put it on and it stays for like two weeks. That's pretty cool. So I could start out that way. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, I kind of want to get this drawn on me. Send it off, get it back, stick it on like one of them Fruit Stripes gum wrappers, fire it on, mm-hmm. see what happens. I'm just going to get a tattoo. That sounds like way too much work. i get, <laughs> I got to get on TikTok. Fuck that. Put a needle in me. <laughs> a thousand times. A thousand, man. yeah. Oh, well, all right. So that means you've never seen anything I've tagged you on in TikTok. Which it's is fine. Just, I don't really get on TikTok. I get in there and I immediately, it's like, I just, I, I start to feel my age, right? I start to get really mm-hmm. upset. It's like, what the hell is with this interface? There's too many things going on. <laughs> man, you're, you know what's crazy is you're complaining about it and then one of my favorite people to follow, she's like 90 years old. Yeah? And she has this thing like, get ready to go with me to visit my dead husband. <laughs> That's awesome. And she like she's like, here's how I get, here's what I'm gonna wear, here's my makeup, here's my lipstick, here's my ride, and then it's just like her putting flowers at his tombstone. Okay, I was like, either she's gonna be visiting a tombstone, or she's doing like a Ouija board situation. No. Either way, that sounds like a pretty good follow. It's a really good follow, and you're complaining about interface. I know. <laughs> you know, what are you gonna do? I like to complain about things. And she hasn't seen her husband's face in a long time. I know. She has like uh, arthritis in her eyeballs too. So. <laughs> they crack when I blink. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, howdy! Did you have a good weekend? I think I did. Uh, I was getting stuff done. Was out in the hundred degree heat, Ooh. doing some chores. It was fun. 
Yeah. I, I took a I took a hundred milligram edible and, and cut the grass. Oh my god. It was tight. <laughs> Did you find yourself being so high that you were just pushing your lawnmower into the woods? <laughs> I was mowing my roof. That's what I <laughs> <laughs> No, it was great. I was in the zone, straight as hell. Fucking I cut the wrong lawn, but still cool. <laughs> No, yeah. it was good. I was I knew I was gonna be out there, so I was like, dude, let's just make it fun. Yeah, you're just like, all right, I'm just gonna cut this cop car real quick, get rid of these sirens here. <laughs> There's a cop car up the street. <laughs> yeah, it's just parked out there every time. And I have like my tags are expired. I don't know if that's legally binding or whatever. So I just keep forgetting to do it. Yeah. So I drive up your street and I'm like waiting, like, is he waiting here for me? <laughs> you back into my driveway. <laughs> I just try to put my side mirror that, that got hit back on and just jam it. Just be like, this works fine. <laughs> so, dude, 100 milligrams would just, oh my God. I would probably have a full mental breakdown. Yeah, I'm also fat too. I mean, we're both. We're thick. Here. Yeah, these guys. What do you got here? Sour patches. Oh, or, fun. So it's like 600 milligrams, but oh. they, got, um, they got six of them. Oh my god. I'll do one. <laughs> yeah. It's been a while since I ate. Oh, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. hungry. I need my vitamins. I need my dessert. So, that's pretty good. T minus 37 minutes. Yeah. Once we start looking at these charts, you're going to be like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, once my after leaves my body. You know, <laughs> be like, yeah, that's a thing they do. <laughs> Baseball's hard. Yeah, I forget algebra. <laughs> No, the weekend was good. Uh, it was productive and all that. So, what about you? What'd you get into? It was great. Uh, Friday had a show at the uh, Commonwealth Sanctuary that was super fun. Mm. Then went to B List and had a bunch of bourbons. Nice. And uh, dude, we were outside smoking cigars, and this lady comes up in a crop top, mm -hmm. and she said, and I, I and it's the crop top said, "Who ate all the pussy?" Oh, love her. <laughs> I was like, yes. And I was wearing my tie-dye Applebee's Thrasher shirt. Nice. And I looked at it, I was like, dude, I love your shirt. And she was like, dude, I love your shirt. And I was like, shirt swap? <laughs> so I got photos of me wearing a crop top that said, who ate all the pussy? Nice. And my stomach is just as white as the text on the crop top. Oh, that's beautiful, baby. It was so, f uh, dude, hilarious. That's a great endorsement for the B-list. Wonderful spot. Love it. And, uh, and then Saturday did Barbenheimer. Oh, yeah, tell me about that. I heard the movies were good. I don't want to, mm -hmm. you know. Oppenheimer was great. It's one of the best movies I've seen this year. Uh -huh. Perfectly cast, perfectly acted. I'm not going to spoil the ending. There's a huge plot twist. Really? Oh, yeah. To the Japanese win. <laughs> not going to say anything. Okay. Okay? <laughs> All right. Florence, everyone's blown up about Florence Pure. Like, the sex scene's too long and weird. I'm like, it's a pretty normal sex scene. About 45 minutes, a lot, yeah. of, lot of close-ups on the balls. That's what I'm talking about. So awesome in IMAX. Let's get in there. Anolia <laughs> gay, come on now. <laughs> Little big man, cilian <laughs> <Silly and> testicles. <laughs> oh, I can see his Peaky Blinder. Woo, that's a good one. That's a great show. It's an excellent show. <laughs> uh, and um, Barbie, awesome. I heard that was uh, a little better than Oppenheimer. Like from the people, I heard from the enjoyment spectrum, uh, yeah. the, the Barbie was just like the Barbie, yeah. like the Batman, the Barbie, the Barbs. I heard that was uh, really, really cool. <laughs> the Barbs. What are you doing in Barbie Land? <laughs> what, what, fear me. Where's your smooth cock? <laughs> no generals. <sighs> uh, yeah. It, it, it was. It, it's not okay. 
you left Oppenheimer going, we're fucked. Mm-hmm. And you leave Barbie going, we're still kind of fucked. But it's kind of fun. It's fun. It's pink. It's bright. It's vibrant. It's like they take this whole angle on the patriarchy of, of modern society mm-hmm. with men. And I was like, I didn't think I was going to learn something from a movie about plastic dolls. Yeah? But I did. It was great. Yeah. Again, great cast. Everybody was perfect. Highly recommend doing back to back. But go Oppenheimer first. Get out. Be sad. And then go to Barbie. Okay. Get a little fun in you. Great soundtrack. All right. Lean back in the recliner, eat some popcorn, and then leave being like, that was fun, but also a little sad. Yeah, I think that's definitely the way to go. You got to do the palate cleanse because you don't just want to leave thinking about, oh man, Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Boy, this was a great <laughs> evening. <laughs> and I sent you the photo, but... I did wear my Hiroshima carp and my Team oh my Japan God, hat. Did. That was really great. <laughs> I'm sure you got to get some looks from people like, see what you did there. Here's, Pretty good. <laughs> here's the thing. No one said anything to me. They just avoided you. They avoided. <laughs> well, the rice hat was a bit much. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't have put those buck teeth in, but... I know, I know. Couldn't, I, dude, I honestly couldn't resist it. <laughs> it was so difficult. But, uh... Yeah, but I probably shouldn't have gone in with my kimono open and just hanging, hanging Oppenheimer. You know? Oh, hanging Oppenheimer. A uh, little A-bomb there. <laughs> <laughs> they call this the little boy. Oh, baby. That's a nuke joke for you. I got the nuke joke. I was trying to think of the other one because you got the Enola Gay, the little bomb, and then where's the big boy? It was, like, it was like two different ones. So the little boy, I, I did a little bit of... Looking, Googling, <laughs> when I got done, Little Boy was 14 megatons of explosives. Fat Man and Little Boy, was that it? Correct. That's And then the Fat Man was like 21. Dang. Dude. Yeah, pretty cool. I'm a fat boy with a little boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm so <sighs> you gay. God, these jokes are bombing. Uh, are. I only have so many references I can think of as far as when it goes to, like, you know, atomic energy. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? We'll just keep mashing and trying. Mm-hmm. Eventually you'll get some fission. New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> New Mexico. <laughs> Great pool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was getting uh, I was getting updates for the game on Saturday on my phone because I planned Barbenheimer likes thinking okay Saturday Dodgers Luke Weaver's pitching mm-hmm. I can miss my first game of the year was that CES holy shit CES on a roll here we're in the top of the fifth two outs runners at second and that runner is CES and I talk shit about him in here. A little bit. I mean, I think it's all applicable for what uh, the performance he's been putting out there. But Agreed. Yeah, yeah. I think I typed all this stuff out, started talking shit, and then things happened. Yeah, dude. I was seeing you like uh, in the Google chat. I'm, I'm typing back to you. I'm not sure if you saw like any of my, my texts there. No. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. It was just yeah, dumb you stuff. You leaving me notes? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, um... Yeah, but Luke Weaver, he had like the best game he's that had. you missed. Yeah. So maybe the trick is I just can't watch Luke Weaver's starts. Yeah, or are you going to watch a Christopher Nolan film every time? I think I'm going to go with the Christopher Nolan He's film. got some hours. He's Yeah, I'm just going to go watch Dunkirk every time. <laughs> so, uh, oh boy, speaking about storming a beach, someone who's not going to be running anytime soon, Jonathan India. Uh, plantar fasciitis! <laughs> plantar fasciitis fucked us again! Oh, and Will Benson just flew out. Uh, yeah. Well, Jonathan Indy, I guess, has been playing with this for, like, a month? Supposedly. Yeah, I didn't know what plantar fasciitis was, so I looked it up. I thought it was just, like, a wart. 
That's that was my only knowledge of it was uh, planter warts. Yeah, I've had one of those. I've had those before too. They suck. They suck. They're kind of fun though. <laughs> it's just like, oh, there's you, a little hole in my foot. You gotta perform like an operation on yourself. It's a really gross <laughs> thing, but it's kind of entertaining. Oh, it's so fun. Just a just a couple of little knit needles and just. Just dig in there like you're tossing a skin salad. Yeah, it's like you're just digging out some dead worms or something. <laughs> Maybe at a combination of a few things. Of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah, you know how usually like, your sixth toe just falls off every once in a while? Oh, all the time. <laughs> and then it just keeps coming back? Mm-hmm. You know, same with my tail. Plantar fasciitis. <laughs> <laughs> all of these are that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, it's the ligament under your foot. The whole thing that connects, just it, it just swells. And foots are important in baseball. I think they're important in all aspects of life. Mm -hmm. You kind of need them to walk. You kind of need them to get around. That's true. You use your foot in a lot of things. (laughs) And so it's best if they're working. Mm -hmm. So what's crazy is is that he tried to play on it for like three weeks and a month. And eventually he was just like, oh, is this a trade deadline? And they're being loud about me getting moved. Ow, my foot hurts. Whatever, man. I mean, hopefully it works out for it. It's a good time to go in the IL if you're Jonathan India. It's the perfect time because then it just completely decreases trade trade uh, value, which is fine, especially after seeing the moves that have been made mm-hmm. and knowing that this hasn't been like a crazy great market. But he'll still get moved in the offseason. Yeah, I think it's very uh, probable. Also, uh, yeah, it gives more room for uh, Christian Encarnacion Strand to get some bats in there. So, I mean, this will there's a lot of guys. This, this is going to be a positive. I yeah. Think. The thing, so with India, um, the I talked about this last week. Bryce Miller mm-hmm. to the Reds. Mm-hmm. Jonathan India to the Mariners. I remember I talked about that Monday night when we were recording, then I released it Tuesday, and then Jim Bowden on Wednesday mm-hmm. released an article saying... The best moves for each team where both teams win. And he pitched that trade. I was like, Jim Bones listening. I think so. I, I know he is. We're on to you, Jim. Come on, Jimmy, Jim, Jim. Give me that hair piece. How's it look so good? <laughs> um, I had a nap in my face. <laughs> that, oh, I thought you were doing the John Cena thing. Oh, you can't see me. You can't see me. <laughs> the battery's <laughs> off on the phone. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man, like... So I th- now that's off the table with the Seawall trade because they traded for uh, two guys that can play second base. Mm-hmm. One now and one in the future. So with Miguel Rojas and then uh, Bliss, or Briss is his name. Briss, you know, dick me. Yeah, dick celebration. <laughs> dick celebration. <laughs> that's what that's what I'm going to name my next pet. Dick celebration? <laughs> Robert, Robert Party. <laughs> Robert Party. <laughs> or as some call him, dick celebration. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, we don't know when Indy will be back. It'll probably be like two, three weeks. But in the meantime, uh, you just have Matt McClain at second, Ellie De La Cruz at short, CES at third, Spencer Steer at third. Like, you're fine. It's giving you a glimpse of what next season's going to look like with this infield, minus Nolby Marte. Yeah, I think this is going to be no, no problems with that. None. Mm. Um, the biggest thing going forward here. And looking at the other trades that have happened, like Lucas Giulio getting traded. Um, Lucas Giulio getting traded to um, to the Angels. It cost the Angels their best prospect. But getting the Angels' best prospect is getting like the Reds' 20th best prospect. Mm. Not, not too crazy of an ask. 
really sucked that Lance Lynn and Joe Kelly, the exact package that I wanted, went to the goddamn Dodgers. Son of a bitch. It would have been fun. Come on. Get the beef boys over here. Beef. 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 And then the pouty man? That would have been fun. Yeah. But uh, I, I think it's for the best that they didn't come over to the Reds. Would have been fun, but uh, I think uh, we got our own thing going. We got our own thing. You know, it's okay. But the most interesting thing that's been happening, and it might change between the time this comes out and the time we're finished recording, but the fact that Max Scherzer went to the Rangers, the Rangers ate most of the money, or sorry, the Mets ate most, ate most of the money. The Rangers only paying $22.5 million for this year and next year. And all the Rangers had to give up was Ronald Acuna Jr.'s brother. That's nuts. Yeah. I mean, I wish uh, the Reds were in a position where we can just really throw around money like that. Uh, it would have been nice to get like a guy, uh, you know, over yeah. here with that sort of uh, resume. Sure. Uh, but it just comes down to like how deep are your pockets and how serious are you are for the year. Oh, well, here's my thing. Like I said, the Rangers are paying 22.5. Mm-hmm. The Mets are eating $58 million. That's a ton of money. Well, Steve Cohen has it. Whenever Steve Steve Cohen said when he when he builds his roster at the beginning of the year or him in the front office, they go, "This is already a sunk cost. I already don't have this money." That's crazy. It's already accounted for. <laughs> so he doesn't give a shit. It's so hard for me to process some of this stuff just because it's like so wildly outside like my universe of just like that much money. It's just you just piss it away. Sure. I no. I, well, not yeah. You know, the guy has you know only like a hundred and some billion dollars and. I think $100 billion might be an understatement. I have no idea how much Steve Cohen's worth, but I know enough that uh, when they shorted GameStop, it fucked him, so that's pretty cool. Nice. That's, that's, all I, that's all I know is that he's a dork and that GameStop fucked him and that he makes Frank the Tank mad. So, um, but it makes me think, like, he, the Cunha's brother, I'm, I don't even, Luis on, on Hell, Luis on Hell, who fucking gives a shit? Ronald Cunha Jr.'s brother. We know it's not going to work out. You give me another superstar in Major League Baseball, and then you go, and his brother was really good, too. How many times has that happened? Very few. Yeah. So uh, that's all that's going to cost you? For fucking two, a year and a half of Max Scherzer, Hall of Fame, first ballot Hall of Fame pitcher? Makes me think about Justin Verlander. Yeah, what's going to happen with him, huh? He's moving, too. Yeah. He's getting out of there. Uh, do you think he's going to go to the Reds? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. I hope so. Hope is the difference between, uh, for sure. Um, here's the thing. If you look at that trade and how that's constructed, right? Mm -hmm. You, a year and a half of Verlander is going to cost you a prospect that is right outside of the top 50. Okay. Someone who's, you know, you know, he, this guy's in double A. I can give you a guy. Who's in the pros right now? CES, baby. Yeah. Uh, do you yeah. feel comfortable giving up somebody uh, with that potential for somebody? Well, I mean, you know, going against like tried and true, you know, talent. It's Justin fucking Verlander. Yeah. How, how many times do you get an opportunity to grab a guy like that? For and and they're paying most of the bill. That doesn't happen. Yeah, I can see that being a justifiable, justifiable purchase. Uh, you know, granted, you know, we, we're just now seeing CES come up in the big leagues. But uh, for Erlander, oh my God, how awesome would it be to have him in the rotation for this? It would be so sick to have him be, he's the one, Hunter Green the two, Abbott the three, Lodolo the four, and then whoever you want for the five. Mm-hmm. That, 
And then you have him next year. Mm-hmm. Oh, buddy. Two big chances. Two huge chances. And you know what else? You know what else? Two big chances? Kate Upton's boobs. She'll be in Cincinnati. She's going to come. She's going to do the same thing Taylor Swift did. All the hotels going to be bought out. Everything's going to be great. All the Ubers going to do well. Kate Upton's boobs are in town. <laughs> GDP is going through the roof. <laughs> GDP because of Triple D's. Ooh, girl. Woo-hoo. How is everywhere sold out of binoculars? <laughs> <laughs> These monocle sales are going up through the roof. Through the roof. Oh my god, I didn't know we could sell through so many pocket telescopes. <laughs> up, titties up! <laughs> Shoe mirrors are going up again. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, we're sold out of pocket watches too. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, tits aside, I think it would be really cool that you're saying to when you are have opened the window this year and you're like, look, CES for sure. All right, fine. Year yeah. and a half of Verlander, I'll take it. It's just like what the Reds did when they traded for Trevor Bauer. Yeah. It's the same thing where they're like, well, here it is. It's a clear signal that you're going for it. And also, like, when you think about it, like how uh, a year ago people were, you know, calling for, you know, Bob's head about selling the team and all that. And now being in a position where it's like, you can make a run for it and grab a future Hall of Famer pitcher. For a potential playoff run, like the swing is just so huge it's from where we were at. So I don't want to lose sight of that because everyone's getting like, you know, these these are like the the decisions you can like uh, pinpoint later and look back on uh, and get really irritated about. But the fact that I mean, you can tell anyone that we're in this position now, yeah, you know, from back then, it's just, it's just crazy. Like a year ago when we were trading Luis Castillo to get parts to keep building. And now to, like, we could get Verlander. Here's something even more crazy to think about. When you've been talking about young pitchers and pitching development, who better to have than Justin Verlander every day for a year and a half with those guys? Oh, that'd be great. Dude, imagine what Verlander could teach Hunter Green about a third pitch. Oh, wow. Or Ashcraft. That's who who my five is then. Holy shit. You go from Ashcraft being your two right now Mm -hmm. to your five. Yeah, the trail of talent that would persist even after Verlander would be outside the Reds organization. You'd see that for a while. Yeah, and then you know what happens after uh, Verlander's done? You can go out and sign another big free agent pitcher. Mm-hmm. Crazy thought. Ah, just I keep know. building. This is exciting. Yeah, so, okay, I want it to happen. Mm-hmm. Do I think it's going to happen? I don't. I don't think so either. I don't. I don't. I, I, we just gassed everybody up, and then I was just like, is it going to happen? No, it's not going to happen. It's also for ourselves, too. We like we like talking about this stuff, because there's still a possibility that it could. It uh, but you know what? I, I, I just don't see it uh, in the tea leaves. I don't either, but I don't doubt Nick Kroll. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of this, a lot of everyone's saying, it's like, oh, he's going to go back to Houston. I mean, he's already been there and done that sweat factory. Like, what? Yeah, you know, so... I get it. They're on a roll too, but man, it'd be so fucking fun. Yeah, it would be a lot of fun. God, it'd be great. So, where does that leave us? That leaves us with two options, albeit I don't know what's going to happen between while we're recording this on Monday night at 10 p.m. to tomorrow morning when this drops. But the two more likely scenarios are Michael Lorenzen and Eduardo Rodriguez. Okay. We all know Mikey Biceps. We mm-hmm. love Mikey Biceps. He's had a good year. He'd be a fine 
placeholder, guy who could be a 4-5 starter that isn't named Luke Weaver and could also go into the pen and do long relief in the playoffs. Mm. Eduardo Rodriguez has had a good year. Another strong lefty who's, who's crafty, who's had a, a really great year. I think both of those guys would be good fits. Yeah, and then we do uh, what we were talking about previously is about uh, making sure this bullpen doesn't run out of gas. So that would help. Yeah, that's huge. And and there's someone coming back that we'll talk about later. But um, being able to have those guys and not have to give up CES, you're giving up a lower, you know, a lower level prospect, someone like Austin Hendricks, Michael Ciani. You could package those two together, and boom, you've got a rental right there. And that's mm. not impacting your major down the road plans. Right. So um but the Reds did make a move. Yeah. Uh and one that didn't really rock the boat, but it was a necessary thing to get a lefty arm. Yeah. We needed another lefty, someone that could compliment Alex Graybeard Young. Mm-hmm. You know, Sam Mall from the A's. And it cost us Joe Boyle. Now here's the fun thing. I was typing this up and talking about who the Reds could trade from for Michael Lorenzen and Eduardo Rodriguez. And who did I have in this script before we started? Was it Boyle? It was Joe Boyle. God dang it. God damn it. I had to go back and edit the fucker. It's all right. Um, but Sam Mole's only given up one home run this year. In the past month, his ERA's a little inflated. But over nine appearances, he's got four earned runs. One of them being uh, an outing where he had, uh, he had two, one, one, one. So, like... That you can't really go off ERA for this guy, and this guy's pre-arb, so he's gonna be around for a while if he doesn't suck. Yeah, I'll take it. Sign me up. Mm-hmm. I just whatever whatever crawl does, I'm like, yeah, man, you got it. Whatever DJ sees in this guy, sure, mm-hmm. go for it. Realistically, do you think it was gonna be how many more moves do you think are gonna happen between now and uh, the end of the trade deadline here? By tomorrow at six. Yeah. Overall. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's going to be a real big one. I don't because since there's like the Cubs for some reason think that they can go for it. Mm-hmm. So they made that move for uh, uh, Hyman Candelario. His name's never mind. I said Hyman. It's not his name. Um, and they took Bellinger off the market and Stroman is supposedly not off the market, but who knows? After tonight, his value just plummeted after the Reds just totally butt-fucked him. That ruled. Yeah. Um, I don't see a splash. I see a lot more small moves. There's a few guys, like like the two that I mentioned. Um, and I think the Angels are done after they traded for basically half a new, uh, uh, half a new team. Yeah. So um, maybe Dylan Cease goes, but I think maybe you're going to see six, seven, eight moves. Because there's not as many um, sellers as there are buyers. Because mm-hmm. the deadline is too early and you have an, such an, and you have an expanded playoff situation here. There's more wildcard teams. So yeah. there's a lot of people looking to buy, but not a lot of people looking to spend as much as what people are asking. Exactly. the pro- there's, there's so much demand, but not enough quality product. Yeah. So, um... I don't know, man. Like, I was thinking about that and, like, what you just said. Do you think that they should push back the trade deadline? I, I think they should if it's going to make uh, teams be able to have uh, more dynamic purchases. I, I think that just makes sense. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I agree. With as much as, like, so if you want to look at what separates baseball from everything else is how much the trade deadline is hyped up. Mm-hmm. And how much that stuff can shift and change your team. Like, you see it, you see it in the NBA, but not in, rarely in the NFL. But nothing to the extent like you see here mm-hmm. in Major League Baseball. And this is what makes base. This is their big media event that is off the field. So I think to continue to keep the game growing and pushing it and putting it in front of more eyeballs and to gain more interest, you're gonna need to push it back two weeks. I don't think it'd be for the benefit of the game. I do too, and for the players. Yeah, and for the fans. Yeah, and for us. Come on, man. It gets us to talk about it more because then we just have to go back to talking about. Uh, we just have to go back to talking about uh, the stuff that happens on the field instead of just speculating. True. And speculating is my favorite thing. I know. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. We don't have to. We don't have to talk about anything. We don't have to really. talk about any of this shit. We could just talk about Alpha Brain and how it's a scam. Dude, no, no, no. what are you talking about, bro? That's how I get all my vitamins and nutrients to my fucking like soft shell brain. <laughs> it's smooth as shit up there, dog. Yeah, my brain's itchy right now because of all the Alpha Brain I've been boofing. Mm-hmm. Dude, I heard that like if you if you butt snort it, uh, it gets it gets from your hole to your dome quicker. Yeah, it's pretty tight too. That's how they all do it. That's how the Vikings used to do it. <laughs> yeah, and they just wrap it in elk steak and then just yeah, right in the hole. <laughs> That's how I learned my math. <laughs> so uh, the Reds are back in first place. Dude, that's awesome. That was great. That was awesome. It's great. And right now we're going to real barn burner, bottom six, runners on first, one out, six to four. Uh, I mean, this is this is such a great game. It's going to be such a great series. But um, the Reds faced a former a, a, a NL Central foe. Oh, there's the burp. It was stuck. You got it out, man. I heard Fuck. It. That was quiet because it hurt. Oh, there was a lot of acid in that one. <laughs> Dude, it just was like a wet gravel road. Oh, my goodness, bro. <laughs> uh, bro, bro, bro. Um, Reds are in first place. They dropped two out of three to the Brewers in Milwaukee. The big brother had us, has it still figured out. Dude, that's so weird. It seems like to be the only team out there that has our number. Like, like psychologically, they have something over us right now. And I don't know what they're game planning. I don't know what it all is. But, dude, it fucking sucks. Yeah, dude. It seems like the Brewers are just a step ahead of us. But, fortunately, we don't play them anymore. Yeah, you know what they're like? They're like that drunk uncle who always dunks on you at Thanksgiving. Yeah, dude. And always just, like, like rubs you in your jeans in that weird spot. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about, dude. Yeah, he's just like, let me spit in your mouth. You're like, what? Yeah. Come on. Uh, come on, let's go behind the shed. Turn off those lights. <laughs> yeah, come on, I got something for you to smoke. And it's like, oh, no, it's your dick again. Yeah, I know, right? God damn it. As in as that one guy who's dunking on you, who's talking shit, and it's like... Like you look around, it's like, I'm I'm better than you. Everyone else agrees, but somehow you just cut right through me. Yeah, they do something in like psychologically. I think the Reds kind of, whether aware of it or not, they change up like uh, the game plan, how they've been yeah. getting to the wins uh, up until this point. And they aren't as like it seems like they just they're not as confident. They're not as aggressive on the base pads. Mm-hmm. They're not confident as soon as they step in the box. It's so we oh Fernando Cruz is done. So that's just. It's uh, it's definitely it, it, you do you watch and you're like, yeah, the all the winds getting sucked out of their sails. Yeah, that's what it felt like. It really did feel like that. Um, 
And then they took. Did they go to to L.A. and beat the dick out of the Dodgers? They look good doing it, man. You fucking see Votto out there getting after it. Oh, Votto and Ellie. When those two are on, it's over. Yeah, seeing Ellie go. I think he had what was it like one eleven off the bat, and then Votto had one a little bit harder. Yeah, I think it was, and that's just super cool, dude. That's just so thrilling seeing the old and the new. Oh yeah, yeah. The the whole bridge, and then Ellie going on the post game saying that L.A. was his city. Dude, dope. Love it. I don't want to. I don't want to give the Dodgers any uh, bulletin board material if we see them in the playoffs. But that's pretty fucking cool. I know. Uh, it, it's fun seeing the Reds out there just fucking uh, having fun. Dude, they are. It's like the big dick energy. Everybody else, and then it's just like they go to Milwaukee, or Milwaukee comes in, and it's like a dog with their t- the tail between their legs. Yeah, it's a little bit of a different team. So hopefully they'll be able to correct that uh, maybe next year or if they see him in the playoffs. Dude, because how it's positioned with the Reds being in first place and the Brewers being the last place wildcard team, they would face them in the first round Mm -hmm. at home. Wow. The last thing I would want. The only team in the National League, aside from the Braves, I'm looking at are the fucking Brewers. Even though we played the Braves close. We still had that big dick energy against him. Yeah, would you rather play the Braves or would you rather play the Brewers? Give me the Braves. The Braves? Give me the Braves. Just because, like, like they took one out of three from him at home and they slugged in the, every game. It was a one run game aside from the one where they kicked their dick in. They start looking like a different team. Yep. Yep. So I, I just would, if any, at any cost, I want to avoid playing the Brewers again this year. Absolutely. I bet that they would be... I bet that the, the clubhouse is like, give us one more crack at it. But I'd be like, fuck, no thank you. You don't have anything to prove. Hard pass. No, exactly. Go go play technically better teams instead of teams that m- match up worse for you. Yeah, agreed. Give me that all the time. Um, Graham Ashcraft uh, looked great this week. I yeah, mean, he did. I mean, five and a third, two runs, five hits, four walks, eight Ks. Against the Brewers, albeit their offense is uh, not great, but Christian Yelich has turned it on of late, and they, like I said, like we've said, they had their number, but 110 pitches, five and a third, awesome. But let's just skip to Sunday. Do it. Dude. Six innings pitched, five hits, no earned runs, two strikeouts. I don't need eight Ks. I need six innings and no runs. Dude, it's great. Uh, I think you put it down there, but I think uh, Ashcraft has turned the corner. He really has, man. Like, if you if you look at where his, a lot of his pitches were, he was hitting, he was tunneling right in that spot, right inside to in, inside to righties and outside to lefties, where the ball is breaking away. Stick to that game plan, kid, and keep hitting that spot, and not and have some control. You're gonna be successful and continue to have, yield these results. Yeah. It's not like he was playing. They were playing against a bad offense. The it was the Dodgers. Yeah, for sure. It, he just seemed pretty dominant and had like his game plan, being able to throw his cutter and set up that slider. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And that and then and then he threw his sinker twice. Yeah. When we have some dominant pitches there, that's all you need. Just just pepper those pitches and pepper your third or fourth pitch in there. We have such a great combination there of the the cutter and the slider. Yep. And the other thing here that, that like it doesn't tell you like it doesn't show us on this graph is that the shape of his slider changes constantly. Yeah. It's 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 straight down, it's left right, it's like he's doing a, a slide he's throwing a uh he's throwing a slider and he's throwing a sweeper, but it's not broken down on your typical pitcher list. 
thing, but like looking great, dude. And if we're talking about getting starting pitching. It's obviously going to be needed in November. In November, Jesus Christ, October. Um, Abbott pitched well again. He didn't pitch great today, but mm. Cubs just on fire. The wind was blowing out a little bit, so that that happens. Lively, six and two thirds, two earned runs, eight hits, three Ks. That's great from your four starter. Dude, he is awesome. I really like Ben Lively. I do too. He just he's a dog. Yeah, he really is. When he got like business that needs to be done on the mound, he is the guy that I'm calling. Yep, every time. And I like how he attacks the top of the zone. He elevates. He goes top and then up and then and then he'll he'll also he has the stuff to switch it up and make and make people look down. Mm-hmm. But it just depends on what game plan he wants to go with that day because he does have it in his arsenal. And that's just depending on how his slider is feeling that day. Yeah, that's great. If you have the – he doesn't have a blow-you-away fastball, but the fact that he's still able to be dominant up in the zone tells you a lot about his pitch ability. Agreed. Agreed. And Luke Weaver, I'll give it to him. Six innings pitched, one hit, two hit, one hit, two hit, three hit, four hit. Six innings pitched, one earned run, two hits, two walks, two Ks is the absolute best you're going to get from that that man. He looked great. He threw a gem. He did. He did a really good job. He he kept it. He kept his fastball elevated, and he was throwing the changeup and the curveball low. Mm-hmm. That was the best I've ever seen him do. That yep. was great. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when he has that mix and he's on, fucking fantastic. You you totally. 1,000% love to see it from him. Hopefully, we don't have to rely on him much longer, but... Ugh. Yeah. So, overall, starting pitching this... Oh, Brandon Williamson. I, I totally skipped on our skipped on our lefty boy, Brandon Williamson, here. Um, uptick in the velocity is great, but four walks against the Dodgers isn't great. Five and two-thirds, two earned runs, eight hits, four walks, two Ks. The two runs keeps you in it. Um... A lot of stuff high and in the zone, and a lot middle and middle out. So, oof, man. You, you still feel good he's a rookie. He's getting it together. Mm. It's the Dodgers. Uh, a two-earned run still keeps you very much in it. And yeah. the length is fine. Very serviceable. It was a good start. Yeah. And as much as we talked... When we talk about starting pitching and how much we need it, we need a guy... <clears throat> People are going to go out there and shut it down and keep it like and keep it consistent. Yeah, you you haven't been getting as much consistency from Williamson and Lively, mm-hmm. but you have been getting it from Ashcraft, and you've been getting as of late, and from Abbott, who's just been nails un- until this evening. Yeah, so, and still did well, but uh, not nails that we were familiar with. No, I mean they're still winning. God. What is in my hat is making my dome. It's your head. It's my head. It's this alpha brain, dude. My head, dude, I'm so fucking... It's growing right now, dog. It's working. Oh, shit. Yeah, it is. Oh, man, I gotta get more. Hopefully it doesn't turn the frogs gay. I know, right? (laughs) And all of a sudden, January 6th was an inside job. Did you know that? Dude, I had no idea. Capitol Police were letting him in. Dude, it's crazy, dog. Fucking wild. You know, you know, I, I would let in the bullpen. Yay! Hey, that's Tran- a transition. Transish, transish, transish. Uh, dude, your bullpen this week gave up seven, eight runs. You got four guys with zeros attached to their name. Mm-hmm. 
Lucas Sims had one bad outing, three, which yeah. that's where those three runs came from. Daniel Duarte, those three runs were from one swing of the bat, which that doesn't make sense to me. Remember that game, the game that they won against the Brewers? They're mm-hmm. up 4 nothing. Why do you not put your foot on their throat and bring out Alexis Diaz? It is really uh, disturbing sometimes to see, like, when they do... It, it seems so frequently when you see, like, a team that's doing well in the game, and they, as soon as they downshift, that's when something wrong happens. Yeah. And, and you're, you're downshifting, and it's like, oh, good teams take advantage of that. Yeah. Of course, every time, 10 times out of 10. And you could have really changed that series and brought him out and been, and slammed the door. Yeah, that was uh, an unfortunate series of events. Ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. I understand that his usage is extremely high, mm-hmm. but man, to make that statement, then that second, that third game might have been different. Yeah. You, we don't know, but... Um, Got runners in scoring position, maybe? Yeah, we do. Uh, no, I just won it first. Just won. Uh, oh, and um, you know, speaking of bad, uh, bad decisions, this is not a great transition. I think it's a good decision. David Bell extended through 2026. Yeah, I think that adds level of uh, comfortability with the team to feel the uh, stability. I, I think that's good for uh, the players. Mm-hmm. Good for David Bell, obviously. Uh, I don't have a problem with it. I don't either. He, the role of a manager has been keep build a good culture, keep morale up, mm-hmm. and have a good staff around you. He's done that. Yeah. Why not? It, it, just keep it rolling. Yeah, don't change up what's been working for you. Yeah, exactly. Oh, they're making a pitching change. How cute. How fun is this? There's a skunk outside for sure. You oh, smell that. I do. That yeah. is, no, I was like, that, that, that's you. Isn't I was it? like, am I outside right now? Am I high? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, am I actively smoking weed? No, that's a real sure skunk. just a gummy. <laughs> you didn't know that it was a skunk-filled center? Oh my goodness, man. That's amazing. <laughs> Fucking wild. Uh, but yeah, I, overall, I mean, Daniel Duarte, that's one of those dudes you swap out. You, mm-hmm. um, and you can put right in that, that you can put Sam Mole right in there. There you go. And you have a second lefty, and then there's three runs taken out of that week. Potentially, obviously, but we didn't mm-hmm. have him last week. But just saying in general, another guy that helps your bullpen immensely that's that's so huge yeah it really is and and also i'm I'm jumping ahead a little bit here and getting the you know the head of uh, a manager or general manager here uh you got three big arms coming back here soon and just thinking about how much more that just really uh pads your uh your ability to win games yeah and we'll get to it now uh wednesday tj antone's throwing and throwing for the louisville bats yeah that's huge. That's all. It feels like we've been talking about this stuff for a while, about anticipating mm-hmm. the rehab at, at, to this point. And he's he is a Lucas Sims type spinner mm-hmm. who can be a massive stopper. And then you look at your this this bullpen here, and you're like, who do you swap out? Yeah, there, mm-hmm. there's been a lot of people developing really good resumes here this year. Yeah. If anything, it might be. If you made me pick one, it'd be Fernando Cruz, but I think he might still have options. Whoever has the most options is going back down. Mm-hmm. So, and that's fine. Then you can run it around, and you can go up, down, work it all around. 
Yeah, those aren't like permanent situations there. You got you, people are gonna go up and down there from the bullpen. Oh so. yeah, and especially once you expand rosters in September. So, uh, but man, that is so fucking exciting. I know. And we got uh, Hunter Green, Little Dollar. What what are those uh, tracks looking like there? So what we've got looking here is uh, Hunter Green has a final target date of August twentieth of throwing against the Toronto Blue Jays at home. There's your 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 one is back, dude. Yeah, that's twenty days away here. That's huge. And in the stretch, we'll get into the stretch, but it's not anything too crazy. Uh, where you're facing a high powered offense that you're you're scared of mm-hmm. and you can keep afloat with these dudes, or say you add someone like Justin Verlander. Oh, come on. <laughs> or Michael Lorenzen or Eduardo Rodriguez. But Justin ah, Verlander. And you, God damn, mm, mm, you feel good. You feel good. Mm, four or five summers. You feel real good. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at our bats from this past week. Um, Kevin Newman has returned. The fart man himself. Yes, he has. He's just right here. He's just, he had two plate appearances. He went one for, he had uh, two ABs. He had a walk and a hit. Yeah. Come on. The fart man. Welcome back. Welcome back, farty boy. Yesterday, Elliot Daniel Cruz went four for four. Look good doing it, too. Really cool. Uh, from Greg Harvey, players in the modern era age 21 years or younger have to have three-plus games with four-plus hits, one RBI, within their first 50 career MLB games. Ellie De La Cruz, three. Orlando Sapia. Whitney Lockman and Joe DiMaggio. Well, that's a pretty good company. Not bad. Joey D. Joey D. But what's not great is that he did strike out 10 times last week. Yeah, he needs to... He just keeps swinging it. Like, I feel like when he gets to like uh, three balls, he just feels like he can just swing it, whatever. It's like, <sighs> when he learns to take the walk, I just it seems like he wants to live up to uh, the fans, audience's expectations uh, for just hitting the ball 420 feet all the time. Oh, of course. But uh, that's it, it. It's hindering his ability to grow here. Although, man, when he jacked that ball out in fucking <laughs> Dodger Stadium, it was awesome. Dude, he smoked it. Yeah. But also think about this, man. Today is his 47th career game. Like, I know, and we're I'm with you. He, it's just him chasing. If that's going to be his problem the rest of this year, that puts him at around what ninety games. Mm-hmm. That's not a that's not a lot of time. Yeah, not a lot of experience. So, like, I guess just strap in and enjoy and be like, this is what he's going to do the whole year, or he's going to figure it out. But if this is what he's going to do, where he's going to go through like an zero for sixteen slump. And then have four, go four for four with a homer, two singles, a double, three stolen bases. I think we can live with that. Yeah, I love it. It's really entertaining. <laughs> uh, I think he's going to kind of, you know, balance all those numbers out and raise them up. But uh, it, it's just a natural part of the growth here. 21 year old kid. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I've said before, what, what, were you making good decisions when you were 21? All the best ones. <laughs> and I was going to live forever, too. Forever! I was talking to my, my buddy who uh, works in baseball. And he, I, I texted him, like, well, I mean, they were talking about his swing his, his swing and miss rate and his K rate. And I was like, guys, well, I mean, were you making good decisions at 21? And he texted back, yes, Billy, I was. I'm a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know what? 
Fuck you. You were. That's fine. I, I tell fart jokes and sell t-shirts. I mean, come on. Two very different people. We can't all have rich parents. We are. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Um, but Joey Votto, interesting month. Mm-hmm. In 32 games, 108 plate appearances, he's got nine home runs. That's pretty good for a month. Yeah, nine but home runs in a month. Nine home runs, pretty good. What's not good, 194 batting average, 310 on base, 482 slugging with a 791 OPS, which the 791 OPS puts him slightly above average. Yeah, it's a lot to digest there, but like you'll see it in these like these glimpses of like just like, oh, he's putting it together. Oh, he's seeing it. And then he's just like, he looks like a 39-year-old. Yeah. You know? So it's it's not strange that this is happening but at the same time you just really just want him to like you know stretch out those the the moments of greatness that he's having oh yeah for sure and you're like god god damn it but yeah it's just it's a part of it and it's a bummer but over i mean nine home runs is really cool that's what he wants to do if it's the last year of him being a red let him do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, and the home run he had at Dodger Stadium was like one of the hardest hit balls in StatCast era, right? Yeah, yeah, it was like 119 or whatever. Yeah, so it's not like he's unfamiliar with like being great. It's just, who knows? He, he's, he's older and shit happens. Yeah, and this is what he wants to do. Yeah. Let him hunt it. And dude, how about that celebration in the bullpen? Yeah, oh, that was awesome, <laughs> that man. That was so sick. It makes me so excited seeing those boys. Jumping around. taking uh, They're just forcing the guy's shirt off. I have the shirt off. Yeah, it's Panama City 2009 all over again. Vado hit a home run. <laughs> Pierce your septum. <laughs> Let's see that Jacob's ladder. <laughs> you know who has had a really good month? Yeah. Matt McLean. Yeah, yeah. Matty Ice. Mm-hmm. Come on. Think, look at this. Listen to this. For the month of July. 305, 375, 530 with a 905 OPS. That's really good. That's very good. It's really good. I like it. Uh, he's 11 homers, 37 ribs. I mean, that's really cool. 19 doubles, four triples is pretty cool, too. Yeah, man, dude, the the floor to this guy is so impressive. He's just, he doesn't seem to be like a dude that's going to struggle that much. No. It's awesome. It's great. Well, you, everybody can keep putting all the focus on Ellie, and Ellie's really cool, and it's insane what his mm. ceiling can be. But Matt McClain, every day, is just someone who, day in, day out, is impressive. Yeah, quietly murdering. This is mm-hmm. terrific. And you know who's not been murdering, and it's kind of, and I, someone we really haven't talked about, Honestly, is TJ Friel has not looked good this month. No, and they shifted him to the uh, like two hole, which is a little. Uh, you know, we talk about the lineup kind of a lot, but yeah, it's it's a little concerning. Uh, you know, you can do better than that, but darn it, you, you can do a lot better. <laughs> you can do so much more. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, two twenty three, two ninety one, three oh nine with a six hundred OPS. Uh, you know, I think he'll make the adjustment and figure out everyone has a bad month. Mm-hmm. And it's the first time he's had a bad month. Yeah, man. I still want to see him in, like, that nine hole because I think he's such a great person to flip over that order. But, yeah, if he gets going, he's just such another pesky person in the mm-hmm. lineup that just get, creates uh, just hazards you know, yeah. for these pitchers. Yeah. And like they're doing today, they're just stringing together hit after hit after hit. And the Cubs do the same thing. It's very mm-hmm. odd. I think the one thing that separates us from them is I think we have a touch more speed. 
Yeah. So, um, CES didn't have a great road trip, but tonight he's putting it together. He's, what, two for three already? I believe so. Yeah. So, um, we covered the injury news. Hunter Green back. Oh, and Nick Lodolo uh, threw a bullpen session on the 28th and could be back by the end of August. Pretty cool. Really cool. Um, so hopefully both of them can come back and stay healthy. If one of them comes back and stays healthy, that's huge. Man, that's crazy. We're in first place right now, and our one and two starters uh, are on the IL. <laughs> yeah, we're only going to get better. Yeah, that's great. And especially once we trade for Justin Verlander. Terrific, yes. <laughs> get him over here. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Justin, everybody. Come, come here, get over here. Get out of here. Come here. Get out of there. Get out of there. You can't. It's too hot. <laughs> it's too hot. Yeah, it's sticky. Come on. All right, so here's what we've got coming up. We've got tonight, which is about to wrap up, uh, again, uh, which 6-4 still. Runners threatening at first and second, one out, bottom seven. Okay. Mm -hmm. we got this one against the Cubbies. It's going to be a final by tomorrow, which I think the score will be 8-6 to six and the Reds win. That sounds about right. Sounds great. Mm -hmm. And then you've got three away at the Cubbies. And then, dude, listen to this coming up. Mm -hmm. You come home this weekend to a nice soft landing of the Washington Nationals. Like it. Then three at home against the Marlins. Both teams have gotten better. It'll be interesting to see how the fish play here and what other moves they make by Tuesday. But again, I, I'm, they, don't, they don't scare me. We already beat them at their place. Took two out of three. Absolutely. Um, and then Thursday off and then at Pittsburgh. So the schedule in August is so much easier. These are all series that we are very, very capable of winning. Extremely capable. Mm. So let's fucking do it. Let's go trade for Justin Verlander. And let's round third and head for home. What do you got, pal? Uh, I'm going to be uh, in Bloomington Thursday uh, at the Comedy Attic. I'm going to be in Illinois, I think, Saturday. And then I'm going to be at some winery Sunday in Ohio. Find me. Saturday, you're at the winery of Versailles. Okay. And then Sunday, you're at this place that serves really cool milkshakes with big cookies in it and stuff. Um, Saturday, I'll be at High Grain Brewing for their end of summer party. Am I doing stand-up? No. What am I doing? I'm going to be in a dunking booth. You can chuck baseballs at me while I talk shit. Nice. And then I've got uh, four other comics that'll be there too. So, come do that. The money goes to charity and in my pocket. But some to charity, all of it's actually going in my pocket. There is no charity. I'm the charity. Charity is the stripper <laughs> he's going to be donating money to later on in the evening on Mama's Street. That is right. I am going to the playpen after this. <laughs> right down the street. It's right down the street. <laughs> I just I like to call it the pig pen. Ah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, uh, thank you too. In the clutch. In the clutch.com. All of the best MLBPA t-shirts. Use the promo code NASTYBOYS for 10% off. Way to get out of that jam. Thanks to Sports Drink for... And, uh, and uh, hey, thanks for doing this, bud. Anytime, bud. Awesome. And thank you for watching, listening, however you want to digest this. And as always, go Red Legs. Go Red Legs.